Krabs, what do you see tonight that you like? It's my favorite play of the day. So I might as well rip the Band-Aid off and tell you guys why to bet it. So we've got Mount St. Mary's plus seven and a half. And they're playing at Wagner. Or you can call them Wagoner because they're an absolute wagon this year. They've been covering pretty much every single game. They're on a 13-game winning streak. They're 10-0 in conference. They're on an absolute bender. But here's the thing. Their best player, their best player is done for the season. This is their first game without him. So I think they're going to be hurting. They score all their points in the paint, and the Mount's defense is great. They have great interior defense. I think they have the best defense in the conference, to be completely honest. And the Mount's coming off of a one-point devastating loss to Bryant, who's second in conference. They should have won that game. They're going to be pissed and hungry for a comeback, bounce-back win. And the Mount's on a run of their own. They've won 6-7, should be 7-7. The Mount's on fire. They were in the tournament last year. They won their conference. Take the points. I think the Mount wins this game outright. I really wow. do. Wow, that's yeah. a ballsy statement. Yeah, I know. They're getting seven and a half. I think they win this game outright. It's a perfect spot for the Mountaineers. Nobody knows anything about this team. Unfortunately, I do. I've been following this team my entire life, to be, to be completely honest. My parents went there, so I've been going to games, and I've been following this team. I've followed them every single game. I've watched a lot of them this year. This game's on TV. The boys are going to be buzzing. Take the Mountaineers. Take the points. I think it's going to be an easy one. We'll have to see. It starts in 30 minutes, so get that bet in now. That's my biggest bet of the day. Four and eight on the road, going up against a team that's 17 and three, eight and one at home. You think Mount St. Mary's is going to get this upset? That is no, a- I don't. I don't think they are. I know they are. Wow, they are. they're winning this game. There's one thing that you do have, Krabs, and that's confidence. I like that. Sure. Hey, we don't know what the fuck's going to happen, but I might as well act like I am because <laughs> then when it hits, you know, I sound like a G. Oh, I'm going to act confident and I'm going to give my best effort on everything. That's just how we roll. You know, that's crazy. Well, let's go ahead and keep on going. There, there's a bunch of games that there are on the card. I want to go ahead and go over a few that kind of stand out. Uh, let's go ahead and stay in our backyard. Iowa, Maryland, uh, Terrapins, they're plus three and a half at home. They're seven and seven uh, for the year. They're playing against Iowa who uh, there is. They're also a very inconsistent team. You don't know what kind of team you're going to get. They can put up a lot of points. Not sure if you have a lean in this game. Uh, if, for me, just looking at it, I mean, I would think that I like Iowa here just on the money line. I think it could be close. Maryland, I know I see, I see a lot of people on the Terps, but I just like Iowa here in the spot. I just don't think Maryland is all that great like they continue to be year after year. Give me Iowa. I'm on the opposite side. Not really a there surprise. It it's okay. It's all right. That's <laughs> Ripping okay. Ripping the bandaid off. Ripping the bandaid off. Um, I like the Terps at home. These guys played last week. Uh, to be completely honest, I think Maryland should have won that game, and I think they're going to win this game tonight. They're at home. Uh, someone said on the stream they haven't been under 500 in a minute. Uh, they're a game under 500 right now. They are a great program historically. They're going to win this game today. Uh, Xfinity Center. Uh, is it Xfinity Center? Comcast Center? Whatever it is. I think it's Xfinity Center. It's going to be absolutely rocking. The students don't booze, so they have nothing else to do on a Thursday. They will be packed to the brim in there, going nuts with their Maryland flags and shit. They love that stuff. Give me the Terps at home. I think they keep it within three or four, uh, which is the spread. I'm not betting it. The only reason I'm not betting it is because it seems like it's a it's a public dog. It's a popular public dog, and there's nothing worse than a popular public dog because that tells me that Maryland might honestly get smoked by 40. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Iowa has won a road game this year. Now, let me mm. confirm on that. But I'm like 99% sure they haven't won a road game this year. And that trend scares me because they're going to get one soon. 
Uh, they've won a couple of road games, but they're bad on the road. They're bad. <laughs> but they they're are bad. bad. They're bad on the road. I mean, I'm looking at the rest of the slate here. I mean, there's a lot of nutsack state games throughout the day. Um, going, all specialty, the way, man. <laughs> going all the way up to 8 p.m., there's one of my favorite teams that are playing tonight. Check it out, man. Check this out. You know what this is? What we got? Who's that, a nickel? It's oh a nickel. God. We're talking about nickel state, state, baby. Of course. Nickel state, baby, minus 15. Weird line. I get it. It went up to 15 and a half at one point, dropped back down to 15. I think people are a little nervous about what was going on. But Nichols is playing at home, guys. Incarnate word, horrible on the road. They're 0-8. They can't win on a neutral site either. They're 0-5 or whatever it is on the neutral site. Now they got to go into Nichols, whose backs are against the wall. They're 6-1 at home. They own their home court. They have a final rest of a home stretch, basically more on the on this end of the year. Give me Nickel State minus 15 in a freaking blowout, dude. I don't think Incarnate Word is going to score more than 50 points this game. I think Nichols is going to come show in front of its fans. Nichols by 100. That's all I got to say. Give me Nichols. I think it, I'm going to say the corniest shit ever. I'm going to pull you and tell a dad joke. I think Incarnate Word is going to make you eat your words. I think they're going to make you eat your words tonight. At least my I think dad it's jokes be are funny. At least my dad jokes are funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, you get you because you have you've had practice, man. You're an actual father. So they should be. They better be funny. <laughs> oh my god! Let's go ahead and keep it going on that note. Duke and Clemson. Clemson got an impressive win against North Carolina. Believe, dude, that was a crazy ass game. Just because on the total side of it, it started out really slow. There were a lot of people on this under. However. They scored so many freaking points UNC and Clemson did towards the end of that game. It was completely unnecessary. I mean, I mean, they got up to the 50s in, um, in the second half. I bet all the underbetters in that game were all had their feet up. They're thinking of what they're going to do with what they won that <laughs> after that. I mean, especially for a total, when you see it start out that low, it was at 147, I believe, when it opened up on uh, on Tuesday. I think the first half was about 30 to 25, and then all of a sudden, so that's 55 points. And to get up to where it had to get to, like 45 points on each side that they had to score, and sure enough, it hits. It was a bad beat. But looking at Duke, they're coming off that loss against Virginia. They need to make some noise here. I do like Duke to win this game. I'm not sure how close it's going to be because I know the Clemson fans are going to be rowdy, especially after that last home win. They're hard to beat at home. They're 8-3 and three at home. Is there anything that you like in this game? Yeah, I'm on Clemson. Uh, it's one of oh. my bigger bets of the day. I'm on it for 0.75 of a unit, so not as much as the Mount. Uh, but I'm on Clemson plus seven. Uh, they cannot buy a win right now. I mean, they've lo well, they've lost three out of four. They did barely lose to Duke when they were plus 11 and a half. Looks like they lost by two on the road, which tells me that they can play with these boys. I think it's a bad matchup for Duke. Clemson's a really tough team to cap, uh, but they shoot the lights out at home almost every game. And I think that honestly could be a, a weakness that, that Duke gets exploited by. Duke is pretty big. Uh, but if if Clemson's making their threes, they're going to win this game outright, to be completely honest. No one's betting on, on Clemson. They've got 11% of the tickets. Uh, you heard Trent talk about Duke the whole stream today, which is always just not a good sign. Love the guy, but not a great sign for Duke betters. Uh, I'm taking Clemson plus seven at home here. This gives me Louisville vibes from I yesterday. Like that. I do like it's that. Good to Louisville vibes. Yep. I like that. I think I think you can't go wrong with putting Duke though in a money line parlay tonight. I think they win. I think it's going to be kind of close. Yeah, um, they're gonna they're gonna win this game, but they're yeah. not gonna cover. 
Yeah, that it's 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 tough to say, but if you looking or if you're looking for a money line piece, I would confidently say throw Dookie in that because I really think that they're going to cover that. But let's go ahead and keep going. There's a big game on tonight that I don't think really gets that much love, and I'm going to go ahead and say it: Moorhead State against mm-hmm. Belmont tonight. Moorhead, I, I like this play here in Moorhead at plus 10 because Belmont is typically favored by 14 or more points, and Moorhead's one of the better teams in their conference. I like Moorhead here on uh, on the road. Um, they're 19 and 6. They're 6 and 6 on the road. I mean, Belmont has been rolling. The line opened at 10. Actually, it dropped to 9.5 now. The over under shooting down is 143.5. When I see it under that low, when I know Belmont is capable of putting up a million points every day, Something's got to give, and I think Moorhead makes this a close game, and I think they challenge Belmont, and they put them on their heels. I like this under, and I do like Moorhead with the points. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, this game is going to be an absolute heavyweight battle. These are the, It's the two and, and three seeds in the Ohio Valley. These teams can play. Uh, Belmont is getting nine points, or they're laying nine points, which is just absurd to me, to be mm-hmm. completely honest. So that the line scares me for sure. The line tells me that Belmont's going to roll in this game. Because I think everyone wants to take Moorhead State. Um, they've definitely been talked about more this season. They're 19 and 6 themselves. They've only got one less win than Belmont, although Belmont is home, which is definitely concerning. Uh, these guys played earlier this year, and Moorhead State was getting 5.5, and, and Moorhead State won by 9. So definitely sketch that Belmont's laying 9.5 here. Yeah, that is sketchy, man. If I'm just looking oh, at the I... lines and I don't know shit about basketball, I'm taking Belmont here. If I'm just being a complete sharp and only betting lines, not teams. But after, you know, after following these teams this year and, and looking at more than just the lines, for me, it's a stay away because I can't bet Belmont because I think Moorhead State might keep it close. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking at now like the under in this game. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is kind of strange that that's like that. But I got burned like that. Um, when was it? I think it was against Fairfield last night. Yeah, it was against Fairfield. I had uh, Fairfield and Quinnipiac, and Quinnipiac ended up winning um, when they were actually – dogs against Fairfield. They ended up winning that game by six and then Fairfield came in and they were five point favorites at home at a record, which is not very good. I mean, not, not as good as a, uh, as a uh, Moorhead state, but that's the reason why I took them. I, I just thought that that, that was such a sketchy line and sure enough, Quinnipiac ends up winning outright by almost 10 points and I got burned there, but it is what it is. I mean, I, I kind of like that, but I just think this, this conference is so competitive that I think it's going to be a little bit closer than, and a double-digit spread. I, I hate that it's double digits in this one. That's why I'm, that's why I'm staying away. My brain is telling me <clears throat> Belmont, but my heart and my eyes from watching college basketball tell me more at state. That means no bet. I'm going to skip over some of these Pac-12 games. I'm sure we're going to get over go over some of these with some of the guys coming into our stream. But let's look at Purdue and Michigan. These two teams mm-hmm. just played last week or this past weekend. Um, you know, I mean, we went, we kind of went in detail on that one when it started. We, we kind of knew that this was going to be a close game by Michigan because uh, their backs were against the wall. They're coming on the road. It was like nine and a half points. They ended up making it a ball game throughout the whole game. Now they got this team back at home. Purdue is coming off a nice little win against Illinois. Uh, who do you like in this game and why? Yeah, I'm on Michigan. Uh, I'm also, Michigan is my third bet of my uh, big three. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, a thir- the, the third-ranked team in the country against an underperforming, probably the most disappointing team in college basketball this year, getting only three points at home. I mean, talk about sketch. Sketchiest line of the day. Everyone's oh. hammering Purdue. 
And I'll be honest, not a lot of people can keep up with this Edie dude, the ginormous center who's extremely fun to watch. I'm excited to watch the game tonight. Not a lot of people can keep up with him. You know who can? Dickinson. And Dickinson had his best game of the season against these guys when they played the other day. I expect the same thing tonight. I expect the Michigan win. These big guys for Purdue are built in a factory, I feel like, every single year. And it just like dude, nuts. And they when I watch these guys a weirdly big dude. I mean, it's it's insane. It's really it really is. Mm-hmm. And every time I watch these guys too, I mean like my knees hurt. Like I feel bad for these guys. I wonder how, how these guys' knees feel like when they turn forty years old. Because I mean my knees would be probably in pain. I mean they're 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 big yeah. dudes. I mean, we saw you dunk, man. We know you're not making any crazy athletic moves. We saw All the right. dunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that one kind of hurt. <laughs> Don't think about I'm, I'm actually still. I'm, I think I'm still. I think I'm still a little sore you're from eyeing, that dunk. You're eyeing the hoop. Are you about to give us another one? Like I, I may have to. I may have, have to, to before people wrong. I may have to before I sign off. I may have to. But uh, let's keep oh, on. Let's man. keep going through it. Let's keep going through it. Uh, Purdue. I mean, I love Ivy. Ivy went off last week. NBA point. I mean, dude, he he is a special talent. And this. Again, I, I said it on Tuesday. I think this Boilermaker team is the best team that Purdue has had in recent time. Um, I, I, and Purdue's always up there. I think this could bi- finally be their year where they can make some serious noise in the big dance. Um, to be honest with you, if I'm betting this game, I've seen Michigan. They they fucked up so many times. I mean, they're not good. They, they really aren't good. I thought I liked them in the beginning of the season. They were ranked top 10. They just keep losing and losing and losing. I understand that the spread looks kind of fishy, but I just think that Purdue is just playing with so much momentum, and they're playing so good right now that I don't think they lose this mm-hmm. game. I would take Purdue here. I, I, just, I just can't bet. If I had to bet it, I just can't bet against Purdue, and I would take Purdue right here. Square. <laughs> I'll talk. I'll show you some score plays here in a second. You know one of my plays, and let's go ahead and get into it. I started <laughs> off last time. Let's hear your big three. Let's just go ahead and get right into it. Who's your big three today, and what do you like? I mean, we've already talked about them. I've got Michigan, oh, which wow. I love. I think they went out right. Mm. Clemson. Oh, I wow. have those for .75 use. And then the big boy, Mount St. Mary's, my Mountaineers, play here in 15 minutes. I'm stoked. They're on mm. national TV. They're never on TV. They're going to ball out. I'm hyped. <laughs> What, what station are they on? Are they ESPN, uh, the Ocho? I think it's ESPN U. ESPN the Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. People forget ESPN actually made that a channel for like a month, two years oh, ago, and put all was, like cornhole and all the weird sports. It was sick. Was that during COVID? Yeah, it was when there's nothing else on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They just it turned was, one of the channels into it. Smart. It was pretty interesting, though. Smart. I, I thought I mean, the dodgeball could have been a little bit better. They had like log running. You seen those people do that shit? Yeah. They like sprint on the logs and they time it. That shit is nuts. I'm all for those weird sports. I mean, I, I'm a big Winter Olympics fan too. I've been watching these chicks do flips. It's impressive. I that's, like it. That's great. Um, so, let's go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get over my picks. There's a play that I really like. A bunch of these are ball sack state games. Actually, every single one of my plays are ball sack state games. Let's go ahead and start with Texas State and Louisiana Lafayette. Crabs, tell me why. Tell me why. Texas State is 15 and 6, and they're going up against a Louisiana Lafayette team who's 10 and 11, who can't seem to win at home. Okay. They are, I mean, they are 6 and 4, but they haven't been winning lately. Mm-hmm. They just dropped to Arkansas State. They just dropped to uh, Georgia Southern. They jo- dropped to Georgia State. They're 1 and 3 in their last four games, 2 and 5 in their last five, or 2 and, uh, yeah, 2 and 5 in their last seven. Tell me mm-hmm. why that this Louisiana Lafayette team is favored against this Texas State team. Because they're going to win. Because they're going to win. They are going to win. That's that simple. 
It's that simple, guys. And it's not it's not a foolproof system, okay? Like the sharp bets, like the smart bets, they don't hit 100% of the time. It's not even close to that. They hit like 55% of the time. But professional bettors, they go 55 to 58%. That's sustainable. That's realistic. People who think people go 75%, 100%, that's cap. That's really cap. This bet, it's going to hit. I love this bet. I might honestly add it to my card. I think it's sharp. Thank you. Sharp. Thank you. Say it you're again. Welcome. You know, you're welcome. Say it again. Sharp. Sharp. I want to see you dunk again. I'm not complimenting <laughs> you until I see you dunk again. I, I will I will I will say this though, dude. I think there was a and I know you don't want to hear this, but I was this close of putting in uh, the Tommies in my car today, too. Yeah, dude, I had to like talk myself off the ledge. I was bad about them too, and I was like, wait a minute here. You watch these guys play the other day. And it looked like they had money on the other team. So I completely hopped out. Those guys I mean, they keep going up and then they melt away at the very end. It's a little sketchy. I'm not saying I'm not uh, making any acquisitions, but I'm saying it, it genuinely looked like they were trying to lose the game the other night. So I'm out on the Tommies. But talk about a line that doesn't make sense. I'm with you. I'm, I mean, I, I was honestly really more more so eyeing the over. I mean, both of these teams when they played last, I think it was like a 96 to 88 game. Um, over under set 151. I know that might be a little sketchy, but again, St. Thomas is at home. They put up all those points on the road. Imagine what they can do against this defense at their home court. And I think North Dakota just really has nothing to lose, so they're going to have to match the intensity a little bit and and kind mm -hmm. of try to keep up. So I do like the over of that play. It's not an official play of mine, but it's definitely maybe a lean for me later. Um, but keep on going down. South Alabama minus 15. We're going down to cousin country. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, uh, Arkansas Little Rock isn't a very good team. And I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to believe the odd makers on here. I mean, this is a large spread. I know people are afraid of the double digit spreads. It did open at 15 and a half. Uh, some money poured in on Arkansas Little Rock, kind of brought it down just a little bit, but now it's starting to even out. Lions stuck at minus 15. I like South Alabama here. They're a good team. The spread, the, the over-unders low, which I do like in the high spread game because that tells me that defense is going to come out and perform, and they're going to keep that team under points. I do like South Alabama here. I can see probably like a 73 to 54 ball game right around there, 52. Maybe we get a little bit of a sweat towards the end, but every big spread is a sweat at the end. But I do think South Alabama, the Jaguars, end up capitalizing today. And then to finish things off, finish things off, this was a 7 o'clock game. It was Bryant and Sacred, Sacred, sorry, Sacred or Sacred. You can say it one or two ways, tomato, tomato. I like, I like the over 153 in this game. I think both of these okay. teams. I like I like Sacred Heart just because they're at home. Again, they're going to put up points. They're used to these rims. They got Brian coming on a good team, uh, one of the better teams in the conference. They want to kind of show out too. Um, I, I know I know if, if they can start putting up some points, Bryant will be able to match. The intensity levels are going to rise. I do think Bryant does edge them out here. It's going to be close, but it's going to be a high-scoring game. I like Bryant to score about 84 and then Sacred Heart around like 78, 77. Um, but give me that spread. I like the over in that game. Those are my three big plays. Mm -hmm. And now I want to hear from everyone else. Guys, if you're tuning in on Spaces, Check up above our heads or whatever it is. You can look at the Twitch stream. You can actually, that's a better way to join. Click on that Twitch media. You can slide it over and you hit that link. It goes to our Twitch channel. You hit the follow button. You can come and watch us on there. And then also, if you want to join in and tell us who you got today, because I'm not going to lie to you. I had a lot of gems coming on this show that I actually played myself. And I love having people on telling me the plays. Like I, it's like, sometimes you just like, forget to notice some things and it, it really helped 
it does help having like a second, third set of eyes or whatever it is. Um, 100%. So, uh, so if you want to get on, be sure to get on. Um, Peter, producer, I believe that we have, um, I believe that we have a coach in the lobby. Can we bring up coach? Coach, coach what's up, brother? What's going on, boys? How we doing, man? Dude, I feel like you need an advisor or something, man. You got to wear a visor every time you come on here. <laughs> I got mine right. I, I'm coming in okay? Yeah, you're coming in great, brother. Yeah. All right, man. Here He's you just go. got a visor on deck. The there it is. Ready to go. That's it. I love it. Love it. You got to have yeah, coach man. with a visor. What's going on, man? Absolutely. Awesome. Everything's great, man. I'm fired up. I can be on here with you guys. You know, really love what you guys are doing. And look, man, I think anytime you can talk college hoops and you know, sports wagering, it's a good time, man. That's the easiest thing to do in the world, I think. Maybe not bet it, Absolutely. but talk about it, you know? Absolutely. Who do you got today, Coach? Yeah, we got, I got really, you know, two – I'm kind of you know, looking to kind of do some bankroll management. I really got two uh, two kind of thoughts uh, for you. Again, we, I think you kind of touched on a little bit earlier, the Purdue-Michigan over at 150 and a half. I, I like – I think I know I know we talked about the game. I don't know what the plays were. I, I was kind of tuning in now. But my play is going to be the over at 150 and a half. Over is 5-0 and over in the last five games overall for Purdue. Also, five over is 5-1 and one in the last six for Purdue on the road. Okay, and I think that's really important the road and home uh, qualifiers as we get into this season, you know, that's going to be start becoming a more and more important, important part of the, you know, kind of calculation in terms of your play, because these games are going to get more and more important. And look, I can tell you as somebody who has coached, you know, that home and away, especially at the collegiate level, not so much in the pros, it's different, but the college level has certainly a huge factor on the emotion, the intensity of that given team, no matter what the sport. So, um, but yeah, I think again, I, I just think Purdue is going to come out of this game, like you said. You know, Purdue kind of like very much like Wisconsin with the offensive linemen. They seem to always produce a really tall force guy in the middle, which I think mm -hmm. is great for Big Ten basketball because very much like Big Ten football, it's very meat and potatoes, very kind of throwback. And again, if you have a guy yep. in the middle who can really force draw the defense to the in inside that opens up the opportunities on the exterior where you where you're going to get your high volume of scoring. So that's why I really like. Um, that uh, the over there and then kind of going again, sticking in the kind of that, that point total land, but getting down to kind of some PAC 12 stuff. And I'm sure we may hear this uh, on the stream later, but Arizona versus Washington state, like the under there at 144 and a half. Again, I think it's kind of, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to kind of contradict myself, I guess a little bit here, but again, I think when you see these big lines, especially at this point in the season, at a conference game, I like the underplay. You're under four and one the last five games overall for Arizona. Arizona's a very good team. People are going to mark them down on the schedule. They're going to play harder against them defensively. And then two under is eight and two in the past ten games following a straight up win. I think that's important when we talk about the kind of emotions factor. These kids, right, and when they're, when there's such a a close um, lag time between two games, right, they get kind of a little complacent, tend not to be as detail-oriented following a win, which I think explains the two losses there. That's why I would like the under. They're also under 13-3 and three in the past 16 for Washington State. I think that's really indicative of them just not being a very good and strong offensive basketball team. But yeah, those are my two plays for the day. I think that I think Washington State might slow down Arizona tonight, and it might really take them out of their comfort zone. I like the under with you on that as well. I think that's a, mm -hmm. I think that's a sharp play. I think Arizona exactly. fucks them up. You do. That's what everyone thinks. No, but it's going to happen. I mean, I just, I just really think it's going to. I think it's just going to be Arizona just way better. Washington State stinks. 
They stink. No, they don't. Have you watched? You haven't watched them play. They, you're Arizona is so much better. I don't know, dude. Arizona is so much better. <laughs> I know the place is going to become rocking, but I mean, look, if they're that good, though, seven points as a home, as a, a an away dog. I mean, that's kind of that's a lot of points, dude. And like that means Vegas is basically saying Arizona is going to get this dub on the road, and then also, I just think they cover. I just think they're the better team. But they're definitely the better team. I do want to go back. I do want to go. I do want to go back to Purdue because coaches said yeah. some good points about being on the road and scoring all these points. It's just like solidifies to me how good this team really is. Like, I mean, how good that they can come into other places and play basketball, put up all these points, and especially win the game. I mean, this team is a lot better than they than they were than they were on uh, last year with Edwards and uh, what's his face and Eddie or not Eddie, but um the other guy. You know, I think that this team name, is 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 uh, better, the the uh, European guy or German guy Haas was a Haas. Haas. Yeah, dude. Yes, yes. I like the this group a lot better because we have like a a better NBA guard match with another good big, and I think that this team can go extremely far, especially with how they're putting up points. I do like this over. Michigan's going to have to respond. I like that over too. Um. Is, anyway, is, is Ivy the best point guard in the country? I think he's one of them. I think he's. I think he's, is, I think is he's the Arizona kid. Is the Arizona kid better? I'm. I'm curious to see what your guys' opinion is. I personally think he's the best point guard in the country. I think he looks like an NBA player already. What do you think? Coach? I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, I would agree. I mean, I think again, you know, I've I admittedly have not watched much of them because, like, you know, I, I come on late. But again, you know, you don't at this day and age. I think again across all both. I hate to try and bridge. It's not a college football show, but I think across college football and college basketball, if you're playing at an extremely high level, you have to have at least like one or two professional level athletes. And I think again, you know, with the numbers they're putting up offensively and how good they're playing so consistently, again, I just think yeah, he has to be at least certainly in the conversation. I would say. I think him and him and Matherin on Arizona, who both play tonight, I think they're both the two best point guards in the country. So if you if you're wanting to see some NBA talent tonight, guys, and you want to watch some good basketball, Arizona, Washington State, and Michigan, Purdue are going to be great games. Michigan's so. going to come. Michigan's going to come out and play. They they kept it close with Purdue all all game. They last own game. Purdue. They own Purdue. They're, it's gonna it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. I'm I'm curious to see if Purdue can get over this hump. But like right now, just like me, like saying all this thing, all these things about Purdue and and talking about Ivy and then talking about this team, it's really making me want to take a future bet right now on Purdue to win the whole thing. I love Gonzaga. Cool. I think they're one of the better teams, but I I, I love Purdue too. Well, wait till they lose tonight, and you get better value tomorrow. There you go. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Good luck with that bet, guys. All right, I'm gonna hop off here. I gotta go grab my kids from school. I gotta play father, but coach is gonna be taking my place today. I know he's ready to go. Krabs is always ready to go to bring people on. I know we have a whole list of people to go through. I'll be in the spaces, still continuing to listen on. However, good luck to you guys. Good luck to everyone's bets. Peter, take it away. Kick me out of here. Bring in the next guest. Appreciate you guys. Damn, no dunk, no dunk from the man. Let us down. King Vaughn. What's up, guys? What's going on, man? So it's, a, it's a real shame that TTP couldn't be here for this because I'm tossing in two overs of his favorite conference, the Southland. Um, okay. It's one of my favorite things to do over the course of the season, take Southland overs, especially with these matchups. Um, so my favorite, due to the line movement, too, um, is the Corpus Christi New Orleans over 146.5. Uh, that one's moved the most out of the three that I love. Uh, it's currently up to 150.5. 
Um, I'd still like to take it at any number, to be honest with you, because Corpus Christi, kind of a deceiving defense. They, you look at their, their points per game, they don't seem like such a bad defense, but they're 200th or worse in every single defensive category. Um, and New Orleans is in pretty much the same boat. And New Orleans is fourth in the country in possessions per game, so they get up and down. Uh, and Corpus Christi has a big advantage on the board, so New Orleans get a lot of easy second-chance points, as you see. Um, in a lot of their conference games. And they have Derek St. Hilaire, which really, as he goes, they go. He averages like 26 a game in conference play, and he had 25 in a game they played last week. Um, and in games where he averages, uh, or he gets 20, they average just under 80 a game. So that is just really a spot that I think is easy for them. Um, and my other one is Houston Baptist Northwestern State, over 152 and a half. Um, these are just simply two terrible defenses um northwestern state in their last three 166 177 184 and the 184 is this exact matchup 97 87 they're just yeah. putting up points that's almost like an nba game it really is and something i've yeah. noticed with not just with these teams but a lot of these teams in the southland that play terrible defense it's really just the pace of the teams they play fast and the defenses really don't know how to react or what to do and it gives a lot of easy looks um so a team like Houston Baptist, their bottom 50 in field goal percentage allowed. And both of these teams are actually decent in offense. They're top half of, the, of college basketball in the field goal percentage they get offensively. So it's just another spot where I think this is going to go over. I like playing these spots with these teams. Uh, additionally, McNeese is a great team to play, match dependent. Um, they're playing Southeastern Louisiana tonight. I like that one too. But a lot of these Southland games, just no defense whatsoever. So, so you've historically had success betting overs in this conference over the past, uh, not just year. Yeah. Not just, yeah. Not just year. A lot, a lot of these teams, you know, New Orleans, especially too. New Orleans and McNeese, whenever they play every year, always hammer that over zero defense in New those Orleans, games historically. McNeese. Yeah. They played earlier this year. Um, and there was a lot of live movement on that game. I usually lock them in prior to the night and you get two, three points, at least that New Orleans McNeese game. I think, believe I got six. So it's, it's, Great spots to look at. A lot of overs in this conference. Bad defense. Everything. Coach, you know anything about yeah. McNeese State? <laughs> well, I tell you right now, they are they're overs five and zero in the last five overall. So King Von is on Damn. the money in terms of his analysis. Okay. And, you know, I think where I really like where you're going on on that first play is the fact that they're going to generate a lot of possessions, right? And I think anytime a team gets a lot of possessions, whether whether it be by just overall being a better team in possessions or getting offensive rebounds, or whatever, that always bodes well for an over and especially I love that stat where you kind of demonstrated the fact that you know, I forget what it was but the one guy scored a certain amount of points and they're going to score just about 80 or mm -hmm. whatever I think anytime you have an offense that is geared around one guy I think is always good especially if he's on a hot streak and then I think for that second play the one thing I really liked was it seemed to me like those scores those point totals have been going up in kind of a steady fashion which kind of says to me that the team, especially at this point in the season, is probably quitting defensively and is either worn down, quitting, or just giving up, which is obviously the same thing as quitting. So I think, you know, yeah. all of those reasons, you know, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's something I've seen across the entire conference, too, not just these teams. That point totals have been going up a defense, lot recently. Yeah. If they were good at defense, they wouldn't be in the Southland Conference. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, hey, King Vaughn, I appreciate it, man. Those are some sharp plays. Well, uh, I'll see you tomorrow if we do a stream. Come on, let me know how they did, okay? For sure. I got you. All right, my man. Sharp plays to get it started. I like it. Boys, how it's going? Who are we bringing on? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, Coach. How you doing? I'm doing great, my brother. What do you got for us today? 
Uh, listen, I'm a. I wish JJ was here for this. Uh, my play of the day is also the uh, Raging Cajuns minus two. Um, one thing that you guys didn't mention: reverse line movement in this game. I love it. Mm-hmm. Opened at minus one. Uh, Texas State was getting seventy percent of the bets. It's been moving. I just saw it went to minus two and a half thirty minutes ago. Moved back to two, Damn. but I wouldn't be surprised okay. if it goes to two and a half before game time. Um, I think it's such a good spot for the Cajuns. Um, they played a couple weeks ago and they lost by four to them. Texas State was a five-point favorite, and like you said, now they're favorite at home. Um, great spot for the Cajuns at home. For honestly, the Texas State team, I was looking at the schedule as well. They don't deserve the fifteen and six record. Um, a lot of teams they've played have been some crappy teams. They've played at home and they ran them by forty. I mean, non-D one teams. Uh, I think it's a great spot for them. And uh, I just wanted to mention one more. I kind of felt obligated. I had to take this play. IUPUI team total under 51 and a half points tonight. Um, they're playing uh, who they play tonight. I'm drawing a blank now. Sorry, boys. But their team total is under 51 and a half. The news just came out a couple days ago about how they're missing a bunch of players right now. Um, and they also had to hire a bunch of new guys or get a new bunch of players on the program, walk-ons from like rec sports and things like that. Um, their last game, they put up 49 against Robert Morris. And so now they're going on the road tonight against, oh, it's IPFW, Purdue-Fort Wayne is who they play. Yeah, uh, the craziest matchup ever. <laughs> yeah, just a whack one. But IUPUI versus UPFW. <laughs> this team, man, IUPUI is by far the worst team in the country. It's not close. Yeah, they are. Um, the yeah. team told they made me some good money this year, and this is just a spot I have to take just because with what they just tweeted out the other day. Oh, my God. Sad. I, I, it was honestly I, sad. It's It's sad. To see a Division yeah. One basketball, they don't have enough program. players to fill a team. Come on, coach, you might need to go out there and with. The- yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, it's kind of funny you say it about being a success. I was actually thinking about that. Like, imagine if you're one of those players, right? And you go on like Twitter or something, and you see that your your, your team is doing open tryouts. Man, that would I think I'd go in the portal immediately. You know, but. Um, <laughs> But you, I think you know the one thing you touched on is again. I think that's a that's a smart. You know, if there's one team to bet under fifty one and a half, I think it's a great play. IUPUI. They're just a, again, like you said, very bad team. Uh, but again, I think you know when you talk about it, you made brought up a great point there about Texas State. You know, I think in college basketball, especially right, teams are going to play to their competition, right? And if this team hasn't been tested and they're going to come in and play against a team who's significantly better than, and Vegas it seems to me Vegas really hasn't kind of caught on to that trend that they haven't really played anybody. I think this is a great spot to get them. So yeah, I love the play. Absolutely. Is this KP? Is this IUPUI's first game since that tweet? Yes, it is. So they played Robert okay. Morris, um, like. Last week, I believe, it might have been on Saturday or Sunday. Okay, it is their first game. That's kind of why I had it circled right away. Yeah, so I think they're either going to put up thirty points and they're going to get absolutely clapped because they're just absolutely embarrassed, kill over and die, or they're going to put up like a crazy spirited effort and they're going to put yeah. up like seventy points. If you could take like both alternates, I think you'd make money. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I think it, I think it could go either way. I mean, you said it; they're the worst team in college basketball. Yeah. This was um, – I had their team total under when they played Ohio State um, about a month back. They put up 25 points in the first half, and the under was 49 and a half. And so I was like, I was like, geez, boys, what are we doing? Second yeah. half, they scored 12 in the second half. <laughs> I mean, if they're, getting, if they're getting beaten down, like, they're, they it, have exactly. nothing to play for. Like, they've exactly. got to be – the spirits have to be at an all-time low. They're down bad. They're if down Purdue Fort Wayne can put this up to 20 quick, yeah, it's going to be – Yeah, they're going to they're gonna kill over and die. I agree. All right, KP. Hey, good luck tonight, my man. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, boys. Yes, sir.
Coin snatched. What's up, man? What's up, Crabs? Coach, nice we, to meet you. How we uh, doing, man? Mr. Coin Snatched, how are you? I'm doing excellent today. <laughs> I got a I got a banger. Uh Crabs. Texas Tech. They won West Virginia, but then you got me back yesterday. All right, good. You killed okay. me. I've been I've been fading them to the grave. <laughs> I said I'm gonna I'm gonna fade them until they lose, until they don't cover, or I have nothing. Is what I was, is the mindset I was in. So we finally got one. It should have been on Saturday. If you watch that game on Saturday against West Virginia, West Virginia was covering the entire game. They blew it because they stink. Finally got one last night. That one felt good. Yeah. Um, my play of the day, VMI minus four. I got. I'm looking at the numbers. They already lost. They're playing Mercer at home. They lost to Mercer on the road as like a road favorite. So I feel like this is definitely a revenge game for them. And, uh, I mean, they have a much better offense, much better defense. I just – I see them covering by, like, 10. I don't – I mean, that's that's a big number. You see, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, w- it would be bad. You know, VMI 5-2 and two against the spread at home, I think that's a good spot, not a huge number. Um, and I think too, like the revenge spot is a real thing, man. You know, you lose, especially as a favorite in a tight game. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't hate that. And I think again, especially at this point in the season, that's a good number. So yeah, I yeah, like that. Sure. I also wanted to drop a Super Bowl prop real quick on my way out. What do you got? My buddy sent it to me this morning. It's a stat. In the last twenty-seven Super Bowls, this this has hit ninety-three percent of the time. No touchback on the opening kickoff. They use. I was he- I was hearing about this. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, keep going. I was. I was talking to Trent about it earlier. They use a diff a new ball in the in the past twenty seven years because the opening kick ball goes immediately into the Hall of Fame. Okay. I think Pat McAfee's on it. I I just I'm hammering it. I'm throwing five units on it. I love it. But here's what you gotta. I will say this: you gotta account for the fact that number one, the ball it's in a dome. Right, so there's going to be the, the temperature. The, the ball is not going to be as affected by the temperature. And two, but the one thing you also got the other thing too is, yeah, it's not going to be worn out so much before the game, but the, it's going to be you know tested and it's like it, it goes through like a whole rigorous testing before the, the thing goes out, you know. And the other thing too, you got to you got to think about it, is where are they where are they going to you know put the where are they going to spot it. Right, if you're from the coach, right, you're gonna spot it. You're gonna tell the guy to kick him out, kick it out of the end zone, right? You know, yeah. I just, I don't know. I, the old, I, I, I just think one, one I would stay away from. I don't know. No, yeah, that's because you got to think from. You're, from you're more qualified than me for this, coach. I mean, he's well, a coach. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, listen, he's a coach. I'm listening to you 100. percent I'm not. I saw that. I saw that 93 percent, and I loved it. I'm, I'm gonna, I might, I might stay away now. You're saying Honestly. that that you're gonna like bet it that it's a a touchback. I'm saying no touchback. No touchback. Ninety three percent in the last twenty seven years. There never are touchbacks because they use a weird ball, so they don't kick it out of bounds. Yeah, that's what he's trying to say. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the, what? I, but what I'm saying is, like the yeah, and they use the weird ball because they take it to the Hall of Fame. My point is, I guess what what I'm what my, what my point is is that they're gonna do whatever they can to make sure it gets out of the back of the end zone, right? They're not gonna try and risk because that's a huge. Yeah, you know, especially but, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, 
And honestly, like they'll just pay a dude fucking a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars if they have to buy the ball, you know. And I could see that being a Vegas trap too. I could see DraftKings making a call and being like, "Hey, I need you guys to kick this ball out of the end zone if everyone's hip to the prop." Would not put it past them. Oh yeah, I, I wanted to. I wanted to hear coaches' thoughts on that actually. So thank you for the input. I appreciate it. You got for it. Sure. Man. Hey, Quinn Snatch. Thanks for coming on, my man. Gentlemen. See you, dude. How are we? I'm not driving today, not breaking any rules. Shout out, we bet media. Sorry if uh, you know, I owe you guys some coins. Just let me know. You're good. You're good, bro. Um, first things first, shout out, coach. No better way to do this than this way. Uh, it is an honor to be on. Oh, yes. Honor to be on with First Eddie. time with coach, face to face. This is my guy right here. Okay, Krabs, you know you're my guy. Coach is also sure. my guy for a minute now. Uh, there's two spots I got a unit. And there's a spot I got two units. I will be as quick as I can. First things first, we got a matchup in Maryland. Take my hand with me to the Turtles. Mm -hmm. They didn't get it done last time. Their first Big Ten matchup at home since the break. Michigan State, they fell apart. They played 14 or 15 minutes of really good basketball in that first half. And then they just collapsed. I think this is a weird spot because public is obviously pounding the turtles you see the line going from four to three i got first half plus two maryland turtles i love 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 money line however i'll take the point cushion just in case it does get tied and we can cash a w second spot yep dgen game it's my second play of the day i'm hot right now on twitter if you guys couldn't see six in bama last time i'll I'm ever be not yep. in football Never going to touch Bama again unless Nick Saban's on that team. They're on, their basketball there. team's unbettable. They're unbettable. Yeah, they're done. Done. See you later. You throw it out. I don't I care if they're playing. Guy, you dead. Not touching them. Either way. <laughs> the Rainbow Warriors at home, first half, minus two. Give me Long Beach State coming in to the – oh, boy, I fumbled here. But the lays, the jet lag, I don't see a really good start for these guys. It was three. Now it's four. I think there's some injury news on Long Beach State. I jumped on the first half minus two at about like four or three Eastern time. It could be moving. I'm not sure. But Hawaii is a look I like a lot. It's definitely going to be on somebody's TV, obviously, as you know. You wait for the lines to come out on Friday. <laughs> and then last, my play of the day. I didn't release it okay. on Twitter. I waited for here. JJ wasn't here. Hopefully he's putting some reps up on that Fisher Price hoop or whatever he's doing. But uh, <laughs> what I got for you guys is number one team in the big sky is traveling to Eastern Washington tonight. Gentlemen, this is a spot I've been picking apart. I love, love, love these road favorites coming in conference from one to five points. Eastern Washington is getting four. The seventh-ranked team in the big sky, if they want to have a chance to, you know, the bid, the, dance, the conference yeah. title. If you want to do the thing, you got to take down the king. There's this line is only four. A lot of people are going to probably jump on Weber State today. They're going to think, oh, I've seen this team before. This team's been in the tournament. No, no, no. We're going to take the Eastern Washington Eagles at home love it. to get it, love it done. Plus four, it. take it. I have the money line sprinkled, but Woo. plus four. Thank you. I love it, Zeke. Thanks for coming on, my man. Fire picks. Fire picks. Right, guys, I appreciate you, and uh, let's cash. Let's go. Let's hope let's you're not in Bama next time I see him, right?
Sir. Hack God Hayden. What, what up, yeah. my G? So I, I have an interesting take real quick on that kickoff bet. Yeah, go ahead. So you got to remember, you're betting on who's going to kick off first. If Matt Gay and the Rams are kicking off first, he's not getting that shit. He's got oh, a he's yeah. got a weak he's got a leg. Noodle, noodle leg. Yeah. If it's Evan McPherson, there's a chance. Okay. So well, so I, it's I, interesting. I, it's interesting you'd say that because I was looking up right now. I looked it up. McPhear both <laughs> of them. Matt Gay actually has a better touchdown has a better touchback rate than Evan McPherson. Now it's by like three percent. Both of them are sixty percent and above at touchbacks. Yeah. Damn. This is okay. a one thousand percent. Vegas. I think I think it's going to get returned. I think it's a trap. Personally, I think it's yeah. I think it's a trap. But and if I could put my Alex Jones cap on for a minute, Pat McAfee uh-huh. has a huge is is in, endorses and gets paid by by FanDuel whether that bet hits or not. Yeah, and I'm sure he has some type of incentive on how many people bet that. So and he's promoting. Yeah. It, so, you know, All right. What were the odds? What were the odds on the bet? Do you guys know? Do you remember? I think it's like minus one ten for yes or no. I, it's pretty. Okay. It's like pick or choose. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's super sketch. Me personally, I mean, I think everything's a trap. I really bet like I'm a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> so I'm staying away. But I do like where your head's at, my guy. All right. What, what's so, your play of the night? What do you got? Yeah. So I'm backing up VMI here. Okay. Um, I love VMI. They played Mercer a month ago at Mercer. They lost by six, and. Now they're favored by three and a half at home, rightfully so. They're eight and two at home, averaging over 75 points a game at home. Mercer's three and eight on the road. They struggle on the road, especially with a rough defense that's only ranked 271st in the nation. Uh, VMI has a very electric offense. They're 42nd in the nation, 19th in three-point percentage, ninth in effective field goal percentage, and 26th in points per game. VMI is also 12 and eight against the spread this year. Uh, Mercer's two and three when they're playing at least three and a half point underdogs. So I I really like VMI here. VMI also averages five more total rebounds than Mercer a game and averages two less turnovers. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, what was what was their spread again? Uh, I think it's at four now. Okay. What yeah, were you gonna say, coach? I, I was look. I think, and, I, and I'm probably gonna say this a bunch of times throughout this, you know, uh, the stream, but like. You are who you are, I feel like, at this point in the season. I think kind of this play is exactly that. Like Mercer is who they are defensively. Yep. And then, obviously, VMI, like you just listened, off, listened off, Aiden, is pretty – is good offensively. So, again, I think, you know, Leopard doesn't change his spots, right, especially as something like defensively. Like, if you stink at defense, you're probably going to stink the whole, the whole season. Yep. So, yeah, that's why I love that play. And, again, two baskets yeah. is generous to me. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting to the part of the season, too, where these teams can't be dropping home games. They want to – compete in their conference and we're going to be seeing a lot of home teams winning a lot of games soon. So. Absolutely. Yeah, man, we're getting into the time of the season where it honestly doesn't matter as, as much, you know, where your ranking is or yep. how good your team's been playing. But we saw yesterday, all the home teams beat all the away dogs. So. Yep. That's fast. I, I, you know, I don't, I think <laughs> Purdue's the better team. We were talking about that earlier, but I don't know. I think Michigan probably wins tonight. All right. Tough. I'm tough hey, call. I'm, I'm with you on that, Hayden. I'm paying attention to. I got to tweet out my fucking plays, but no, I'm with good. you on Michigan. I'm with you on Michigan tonight, man. For I sure. think that's a very sharp play. I think they get it done. They've owned Purdue historically. Coach, you have the over in that, right? Or no? That was someone who came on. That was someone who came on. No, I do. I do have the over on that one. But okay. but again, right? Could, could could be one because again, like you said, Hayden. You know, especially like you're like you're Michigan. You're playing at home from a pride standpoint. I mean, that's really a game you can't yep. win. You know, 
it just and again, right? You know, you need to win. These are games that you really need to win down the stretch if you want to. As Zeke said, right? You know, if yeah, you especially Michigan. They're not in yeah. a they're not in a situation to mess around right now. Must win game, and they're yep. playing better basketball recently. They are. yeah, they have been. And that's one thing I think too that we did not talk enough about is the fact that Michigan is really staring down the barrel of disappointment if they don't do anything on the back end of this season. And yep. I think again, this is a spot where you could see them really put something together. Yep, Coach Howard, Coach Howard could be losing his job this uh, upcoming year if he doesn't get his shit together. So, dude, honestly, yeah, straight mm-hmm. off. So I'm with you. Yep. Hey, Hayden, you're the man. Thanks for coming yes, on, sir. dude. Good hey, luck tonight. Oh. <laughs> All right, we'll go till uh, we'll go till five thirty. Ollie, what's up, dude? What's up, boys? Ollie, how's it going? Are you taking a nap? I'm uh, you know, finished. You, you know how the, the at at home work life goes. It really drains you. Sometimes sure. you just want to lay on the couch after you're done after a long day uh, at the desk. For sure. For so sure, uh, you know, got the golf got on. Tonight? Just um, I've been going back and forth. My favorite play, but I think, I think my favorite play is Utah Valley at home against Grand Canyon minus one and a half. As okay, Aiden just made a great point. This is the time of year where home teams in close games and conference play know they need to win. Put that on mm-hmm. top of the fact Utah Valley's covered three of their last four. Grand Canyon has failed to cover. Uh, they've only covered one of their last four. And we know Grand Canyon at home, absolutely electric. Arguably the most underrated home court advantage in college basketball is Grand Canyon University. But yep. you might not see a bigger disparity of a team on the road <laughs> and at home than you do with Grand Canyon. And Utah Valley is a good team. They're coming off a really, really good win, in my opinion, at Sam Houston, who... Uh, I think Sam Houston is one of the more fun teams to watch in college basketball. They can score. They can score. They can't shoot free throws. They're actually the worst free throw throw shooting team in the country. So betting on Sam Houston is up there with betting on Alabama and Memphis. You just, you're throwing your money into a tornado and hoping it comes right back to you. You never know what you're going to get. But that being said, Utah Valley won on the road. They won in Sam Houston, played a really good defensive game. I think today, they get it done at home against Grand Canyon, who, as I've been saying, completely different road team. Utah Valley is one of the better teams in the in the WAC as well. So give me Utah Valley at home minus one and a half. I don't want the money line. I want that minus one ten. I don't need that minus one thirty. They're gonna can, win. They're gonna win by can, five, six, seven points. You can get them plus one on some books too. I was just looking at it. Looks like there's some line discrepancy on some books. So you might be able to snag them plus. Well, I got that. Yeah, I put it in. Uh, I actually might have put this one in last night. I don't remember. Okay. I think I saw it last night, put it in this morning. But if if it moved to plus money, I, I might have to double down and get them at, you know, plus 100 or something like that. Yeah. I don't hate that at all. Yeah, no doubt. I think the one reason why I really enjoy it, I like this play is because I'm looking at the trends here for both teams. You know, but for the over under, and I mean, both teams do not score. At least the under has been for over the last five games a pretty, a pretty good play. So again, I think that just lends to your point. Oh, they're not going to score a lot of points, and I think at this point in the season, again, we're gonna feels like it's a more broken record since. But you're exactly right. You know, you got to. This is a game you have to win. I think just for pride alone, and I think especially coming off of a, a huge win, and I think this is definitely a spot where this Utah Valley team can get underestimated. Yeah. 
I like it too, Ollie. If I had to bet it, I'd be with you, man. I That's like good it. to hear. Hey, Ollie, have a great night, man. Crack it with some beers. It's Thursday. That means it's the weekend in my eyes. So have a good night. <laughs> yeah, it's close bets, enough. All right. All right close enough, right? Yes, sir. Let's bring up one more person. I need to watch the Mount game because it's going terrible. I need to oh, oh, my God. I'm also in the Mount game, and it is going horrible. Yeah, they're terrible right now. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. a lot, hey, a lot of ball left. A lot of ball left. Yeah. Um, all right, I got one play today. It's kind of a okay. gross game. But um, it's between Austin Pay and SEMO, Southeast sure. Missouri State. I love um, SEMO plus three here. They both okay. teams, I mean, against the spread, they're both horrible, to be honest. They're not both great. But SEMO started out their year pretty shitty. And the last three games, they've put up over, I think it was 75 points a game. Whereas um, Austin Pay's barely hit 58 in their past three games and they also played on january 1st and simo beat them outright at home by 19 so i mean i think that was a little bit of a fluke game i don't see them winning by 19 but i mean they're plus three and i think that's mainly because they're not a great away team but i just really don't i'm taking them plus three and sprinkle a money line i don't see them really losing this game um i mean it is kind of a gross game like I said, they're both not great against the spread, but I think they beat them once this year, and they've been trending to get better before this game, whereas, obviously, the Austin Pay has been trailing away from that. So I think them plus three is a good play. I like fading Austin Pay just in general, just because yeah. they were pretty good They were pretty good a couple of years ago, but this year they're ass. They're yeah, they're absolute horrible. ass. So they're, they're at home. They're minus three, which tells me if it was neutral, it'd be around a pick em. Uh And I, I mean – you're taking a better team. I don't hate that play at all. I yep. don't hate it at all. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, hey. you know, Austin P uh, is first year of a new head coach, I believe, first second year. And they're actually yeah. their old head coach is the head guy at UTR, University of Texas Rio Grande Valley, which is a darling of the sports gambling community, by the way. You know? <laughs> yeah, but, they've been um, balling. They've yeah. Been balling. So, again, right, on the f- first year of a new coach, you know, again, I, and I think I like, like you said, Simu generally overall not very good against the number, but in the past seven games, five and two against the spread, I really like it, man. I think that's a good play. Yeah. And I think, especially right again, we've, we've said it a number of times. I'll say it again because I think it's so true. Austin P is who they are. They're not going to change, yeah. you know, and yeah, I, I like the play. I had a quick question for you sure. guys. What do you guys think about the Clemson Duke with the plus seven? You guys have any. I'm I'm on Clemson. That's okay. Like, that's that's my, what I was on, but I just couldn't. It's my second biggest bet of the day. I expect Clemson to make their threes tonight and expect the game to go down to the wire. It'll be on TV. Duke is always overvalued. It's Duke. They're just that's like the Cowboys. They're just like the Yankees. Take Clemson at home. Duke looked like shit in the other game. I, I don't expect them to play well. It's not a great matchup for them. Coach, what are you thinking about that? I'm going to say this. All right. Okay. <laughs> you like Duke. You like Duke. <laughs> I do. And here's why. <laughs> Because I have, I've made the mistake. I made the mistake of going with Duke against North Carolina. Because I mean, listen, man, I am the furthest thing from a Duke fan. Okay, I cannot stand them. All right. Yeah. But again, some someone I have to give. I, I can't take. But you go out, but go back and look at Duke's numbers post coming off of a loss. They dominate teams coming off of a loss, and I just don't think. I mean, I just don't see. I mean, ask yourself this, Brandon. You know, you're a smart guy. You got the Bucknell shirt on there. <laughs> you really think Duke is going to lose to Clemson in Coach K's last season? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Sometimes, just... some, sometimes you got to throw the numbers and the models and all that stuff out of the window and ask yourself the honest question. Do you really think 
they are going to lose to Clemson in Coach K's last season following a loss. I, I don't. I, it does not seem conceivable to me. Also, with with what Duke has versus what Clemson has. But again, I think I've been Duke wins, but they keep it within seven. Clemson doesn't have to win; they just got to lose by six or less. I don't. They yeah, don't I think win. it's going to be a down to the wire. Then Duke <laughs> pulls it out by three or four or something. But yeah, Duke's not losing this game, Coach. I'm I'm with you, man. But I yeah. just think, I think it's a bad matchup, and I think it's I think it's going to be close the whole way through. But they could pull like they did against Louisville the other night, where they were losing at, the, at three minutes left, and they yeah. go on a twelve zero run and end the game in cover. So. Yeah, yeah, King Vaughn, I'm with you, man. I, Coach, you made a great point with that, man. Fading Coach K off a loss, give me a break. That's yeah, tough. Hard to do. And I just did that, so it's making me not like it. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe go a little smaller on it if you're good about it, Brandon. Yeah. All righty. Thanks, guys. All right, man. Thank you. Yo. What up, guys? What's up, my man? How you been? I, I don't know much about college basketball, but you guys both have great energy. You, know, you guys both give out great picks, and you, I mean, you guys do a lot for this community. Thanks, man. Um, so you, appreciate, appreciate it. You, hey, you've got the good energy, man. I always fuck with when you go on stream. <laughs> yeah. You geek me out. I appreciate yeah. it, man. <laughs> yeah, um, I do have a college play, though. Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's one of my boys. They they know a shit ton about college. They gave me uh, Western Kentucky minus three and a half. I like it. I'm tailing it blindly just for the simple fact that uh, and he, he's giving me winners. He's giving me losers. I mean, what, you can't really win everything, you know? But uh, I just really want to stop by and say what you guys do is great, you know? Appreciate uh, it. I I've tailed both your picks, and I don't bet college. Oh, so it, it says that. a lot. I don't. I do not bet a lot of guys, especially with college. I call them the Johnny Appleseed teams because eventually <laughs> some random kid off the bench comes out of nowhere and hits a three to win the game. I've I've been on the, yep. the I've been on the bad side of Johnny Appleseed more than enough times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah. wrong. That's the beauty of the sport, man. It's 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 tough. Uh, and anything can happen for sure. It's college basketball. You're betting on 17, 18, 18 year olds, you know? Yeah. That's why, that's why I love it. It's, 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 it's so easy to break down statistically though, compared to national sports. I think that's why a lot of people do it, but I just, yeah. I can't get behind it. I just, I don't know. I, I've, I've done it. I'm one to know. I've, I've, I took one play all season. There we I go. Posted it. it was, uh, it was Denver. No. Okay. It was Denver Moneyline. The night they played, uh, some team that was like, Oh, and 10 in their conference. Okay. It was like well, there you the go. sharpest you thing I, I flipped. There you I, go. I, I did. I'm done. That, you I, should retire this, from this college is, basketball. Yeah, this is his play. I, I went out on top, 1-0. <laughs> Here you go. You went out on top. I, yeah, and exactly. it's crazy. We were down 20 and half, and everyone in my stream was t- chirping me. You're down 20. This is why you don't bet college. And I said, keep that same energy at the cash counter, because that's where I'm watching the game at tonight. Let's go. I'm standing I love at that. the cash counter, leaned up against the post, yes, watching sir. my team down 20. Talking like, hey, down lady, be ready. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Hey, thanks awesome. for coming guys. on. Yes, Thank sir. You, Keep the energy. We're gonna uh, we're gonna cut it now. Uh, we'll do. Uh, bring, bring him on. Bring him on. Bring him on. Here, he's already in here a little bit. We'll cut it after this. Burning hey guys, how we doing? Up, my dude. Hey, my dude. Yeah, what's going on? Perfect. So funny, you guys were just talking about that. I'm actually on uh, a Summit League game. We got. The St. Thomas Tommies. I know you guys were talking about them earlier. Oh, God. Crabs, I think you were one okay. game late to taking the Tommies. Uh, tonight, they're they're breaking okay. their eight-game losing streak, um, without a doubt. This North Dakota team is uh, 0-12 on the road. Um, they're awful. You guys were just talking about they blew a 20-point lead to Denver. Um, and also, say the Tommies all turned the ball over. They're second in the country in turnovers. They had under eight turnovers yep. a game. And... 
they're up there. They need to gear up this game. I mean, literally they, their next three games are against North Dakota state, South Dakota and South Dakota state. Um, all our top five teams in the conference. This is the game that's going to get them ready for those games coming up here. And the Tommy's win by 10 easy. So I'm looking, I'm not going to tweet this out or I might tweet this out. I'm looking at doing a St. Thomas and Marshall parlay. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. Um, I like the pick. I like the pick. Let's get let's get my man out of here if he can't hear us. What a weird way to end it, but we're gonna end it here. Coach, I gotta watch my bet lose. Thanks for coming on. You are the man. We're gonna do this again soon, okay? I appreciate your uh your insight. Absolutely, man. Anytime. Love to love to come on with the with the true legend of the community. For sure. Coach, you're the man. Guys, peace out. Uh good luck tonight. Cards posted. Let's make some money, all right? So on a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere. Met up with a gambler, we were both too tired to sleep So we took turns of staring out the window at the darkness The boredom overtook us, and he began to speak He said, son, I've made a life out of reading people's faces And knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying, I can see you're out of bases Or a taste of your whiskey, I'll give you some advice You got to know when the whole Know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough to count when the dealing's done. Surviving is knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep. Cause every hand's a winner, and every hand's a loser. And the best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. And when he finished speaking, he turned back toward the window, crushed out his cigarette, faded off to sleep. And somewhere in the darkness, the gambler he broke even. In his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. Enough for counting when the dealer's done.